stuff's the best stuff. Even if it's just a little more, always do a little more than it's expected of you. So there's been a lot of commentary on the Will Smith, Chris Rock situation. Um, whether or not they have a previous history, if, if comedic statements were made before pertaining to, to Jada, how far back their history goes, whether or not it was sincere, whether or not it was fabricated for, for PR as a media stunt. But the thing that that I think is more fascinating about it is what it lends itself to in terms of our society in a broader picture. We all wear masks on a daily basis. There's all these special and specific theatrical performances. It doesn't matter if you're at work, church, home, out and about with coworkers or friends, in the grocery store, uh, at the mechanic, at the post office, at the golf range, at the sporting goods store, in the military, what have you. And I don't know if these theatrical performances have always been there or if it just seems like things are so superficial now because every every aspect of our life is so readily documented with phones and cameras and then immediately posted to the internet but if you sit there and you think about it how many people are you real with and what percentage of the time And that doesn't mean that everyone has to be completely vulnerable and emotionally available all the time. That's not realistic either. You you can't walk around being an open wound emotionally all the time just to say that, hey, I'm I'm real, I'm I'm vulnerable, I'm a real person, I'm, I'm available to feel and to feel other people's thoughts and feelings. I'm, I'm here to relate to you. I mean, it it would be great if we could all have an emotional connection. It it would be great if we could all practice empathy and sympathy and compassion on a much more regular basis than what we do. But the world is so busy. The world is so full of responsibilities. Some people have two phones, a work phone plus their personal phone. And there is is a a seven-day-a-week, 24-hour-a-day cycle of emails, text messages, phone calls, and what have you. And not to go off on a tangent, because this will be another podcast at some point in time, but I don't know how we got to this point where everything in our life is more important than it was 30 years ago. You can't wait. You have to have a response. You have to have a text message response. You have to have an email response. You have to reach out to that person, even though they've already worked 9 or 10 hours or 11 hours or 12 hours. And I, I realize a lot of this stuff is going to be individualized, so it sounds like I'm venting, right? I'm complaining. That, that's, that's not what I'm saying. I, I saw it in the grocery business. I've seen it on the distributor side. I've seen it in all walks of people's professional lives right now. There's not really a work-personal-life boundary. 
that, that's, not, that's not good. Societally, in the big picture of things right now, when the world is always so stressed and so frayed, that's not good. You've got to have a way to situate boundaries in your life. There's got to be an off switch for all the other things that don't encompass your personal life when you get home. And you need to be able to turn that part of your brain off and focus on your family. But that probably goes back to what I'm talking about with theatrical performances because people don't think that way anymore. I don't think people are comfortable in their own skin. And when I say theatrical performance, what do I mean exactly? I watched wrestling growing up a lot as a kid. You have faces and you have heels. You have baby faces, which are the humanitarian, philanthropic, wonderful heroes that are trying to vanquish evil. They're the super attractive, the blonde hair, the Ric Flairs of the world. Although Ric Flair kind of, actually, Ric Flair might not be a good example. Let's say Hulk Hogan in his early prime. Just these superheroes. And then you have you have heels. Heels are the, the villains. A prime example would be the 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 Degeneration X composite with Road Dog, Billy Gunn, Triple H, Shawn Michaels. Just people you love to hate. They take the word villain and they 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 flesh it out to a whole different viewpoint comprehensively. But something that I think many of us understand with professional wrestling is a lot of that is theatrics. There may be a, a part of a human being individually in each one of those characters. They may take some part of their personality and accentuate it, but for the most part, Stone Cold Steve Austin doesn't run around smacking beers together and pouring beers on himself before he walks into Walmart to buy groceries. And The Rock can't always be on. So some of that is theatrically fabricated. It's a character. It's a character that you've cultivated and curated, and it's a character that you're using for monetization to make money in your life. Well, we don't make money off the roles that we play on a day-to-day basis. I, I feel like I say that every episode. If, if my cousin... Oh, man. Between Michael David and my brother and Patrick, there's a whole inside joke on that, but we'll, we'll save that for another podcast. When you wake up and you say goodbye to your family, your friends, your loved ones, your pets, or if you... If you're completely single and you live by yourself in an apartment or your house, you get ready and you walk out the door to go to go to work and to go to go do life and whatever. How much of that person that you present to whatever group you're traveling to is 100% you, 100% authentic? And I'm not saying that all of this is a bad thing, and I don't have a resolution for this, but. It's strange the different hats that we wear and the different masks that we wear. I work in an industry that is just complete, you know, 
it's, it's largely male dominated. And between the drivers and the salesmen, I don't know how much of the inside world, how much of the veil is pulled back, how much of the curtain is removed that we allowed each other to see. And it was the same thing in the grocery business. The grocery business was male dominated between the grocery crew and then the meat department and the deli and the produce department. And then you've got wine and specialty beer. Guys are always busting each other's chops and there's nothing wrong with that. But I think we spend so much time as human beings putting on a mask and not 100% authentically being ourselves because either we're so insecure that you don't know what the rest of the world would feel like if they saw the real you (coughs) or B, you're everly cynical and skeptical of everyone else and you don't want to risk being hurt. You don't want to risk being vulnerable. You don't want people to have an opportunity to not like the real you or to point something out to you that you didn't know that you may not want to know. And that's really unfortunate because I I really think that is a lot of what goes on. I think people always assume there's going to be a negative interaction between human beings, whether it's, at, as I said at the beginning, whether it's at work, church, the post office, the grocery store, wherever. And I think about specific examples in my life where I never had to worry about theatrics. When I worked at Super One Foods in Shreveport, and I was in the produce department with Don and Calvin and Greg and Glenn. And and Robert was there for a bit, one or two other regulars. And I wish I could touch base with a lot of these guys. I wish we could have a Super One Foods grocery reunion at some point. I work with some really great human beings some really solid salt-of-the-earth people. And there was no BS. If we were talking to each other about situations in our personal lives at work, and someone had an opinion on something, that the other person was doing something wrong or they were making a bad decision, I, I think we felt comfortable enough to communicate those thoughts with each other. And of course, you're talking about the early 2000s. So the internet was uh, in a fledgling state and there, there really was no social media. So your brain was not programmed to be in the condition that it's in now, which is an offshoot of the internet brain that I talk about all the time. You have all these pop culture phrases that come up every year, every other year, and I'm, look, I'm a 42-year-old white dude, I'm not, I'm not hip or cool or any of those things, I realize how ridiculous it sounds, what I just said, hip or cool, I'm not up to date on current events, but whether it's on fleek or, people use the word bet now for everything, bet, so many different variations out there of cool talk, cool kid talk. Man, I sound ridiculous. God, I sound like I'm 87 years old. Um, When we were working in that grocery store in the early 2000s, there wasn't a worry about pop culture. There wasn't a worry about fitting in. There wasn't a worry about being part of whatever the cool cultural thing was. 
And maybe a lot of this, these theatrics, this fake face that we put on when we go out into the world, for the younger generations, a lot of this probably comes from middle school and high school. Because kids are so cruel to each other. And I don't know what that's all about, but that's a very real thing. Kids are brutal at, a, at an early age. And when you're getting emotionally beat up five days a week, and there's a side argument to be made about toughening up kids and having a thick skin and being able to problem solve and socialize. And, and I understand an older generation probably has a different viewpoint on that. What was it like riding the school bus? What was it like getting picked on by the seniors? Did you get beat up in high school but survive? Did it make you a better person? There's a dozen different viewpoints and a dozen different opinions to have on a situation like that. But I just wish that children could be nice to each other. Middle school, high school, private school, public school, what have you. It doesn't matter, the circumstances. I have an impression that the children are just early on very cliquish and and very opinionated in a negative way about other individuals and, and things they don't like and things they don't understand and and I have a friend that's a that's a high school teacher that kind of tells me the lay of the land at least in his walk of the woods and it's it's not a pretty picture that he paints and I don't I don't have an answer or resolution for that either so much of what these episodes are about is just learning how to be a human being again. Learning how to look at each other from the viewpoint of a blessing, a breathing, living human being that has thoughts and feelings and family and friends and an entire world wrapped up in their existence and to be respectful of that, to acknowledge each other, other's presence to be able to actually have conversation and not be fake about it. To be thoughtful, whether you hold a door or whether you stand up on the subway to let a woman sit down or an elderly person. Just reconnecting with the crazy reality of the world that we're all going through and trying to survive right now. But how real are you? When you go to work and you operate with your coworkers, are you super quiet and thoughtful and professional at all times? Do you ever have a chance to be sarcastic or to cut up? Do you ever have a chance for your sense of humor, no matter how dark or quirky it might be to come to the surface? If you go to university, do you feel comfortable with your opinion versus the opinion of the majority of your, your peer group? If there's a collective thought on something, whether it's religion, politics, current events in the world. Between whatever takes place in middle school and high school and then the realities of cancel culture now, people are just scared to speak their mind. They're sometimes scared to be the unique individual that God made them. And that's sad, that's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that we can't have more thorough and rigorous discourse in our society without people waiting for the opportunity to be immediately offended by someone. 
and then to react in a way many times where they're not only trying to get that other person in trouble but they're taking such an overly aggressive, heavy-handed approach to that correction. And I'm sure, I'm sure cancel culture and, and every other aspect of our society that, that walks on eggshells and then overreacts to everything is a huge part of why people don't feel like they can be themselves. And I see this every day. I see this, this mask, this fake smile there's sadness in their eyes people are stressed out when I deal with individuals that are owner operators and bar managers and general managers and it makes me sad I wish I really and truly wish that we could lean on each other more but there's no time everyone's working 50, 60, 70, 80 hours a week it's all systemic. It's all a domino effect. All these aspects of life are tied together. The workforce issues and the supply chain issues and every aspect of our work life lends itself to this as well. How are you ever going to have time to be yourself and not be superficial and to also feel comfortable in your skin and your environment when you're stretched so thin every day? And there's not a push-button, turnkey, easy resolution for any of these issues. I'm not silly enough to claim that. But this is one of the many aspects of life that I just wish people were more aware of, and they at least acknowledged it. The businesses that I've been in between grocery and then the distributor side and even the brewery side, there's a difference between busting someone's chops or giving a new employee a hard time the same way a rookie would be given a hard time on a professional sports team and then just being hardcore all the time. People get ostracized and people get overwhelmed with aggressive attitudes and I don't understand it sometimes. It's not, it's not a productive environment culturally for anyone. In my world, the sales side of things, I think it's important for people to know that I'm not trying to put on a, a theatrical performance. And whether you're talking about car parts or uh, snap-on tools or pharmaceuticals or medical equipment, insurance, life insurance, medical insurance, car insurance, homeowners insurance, cars, commercial vehicles, stocks, bonds, IRA plans, 401k plans, typical investment advice, real estate. The sales side of the world is a very unique reality, to say the least. And there, there's a lot of people in my industry, and, and, and I can't say 100% of the time that I don't put on a face, but there's a lot of people in my industry that have that face on all the time, that, that actor's mask, and they don't know how to take it off when they're away from work. 
And I'm not saying that that's good or bad. I'm not saying that that's anything specifically. It's just, it's just interesting. It's an interesting phenomenon to watch play out in life. Because I think our society would be so much better if we could be honest with each other. In a compassionate way, tough love sometimes, but in a, in a mostly compassionate way and be honest with each other and be comfortable, be comfortable in our skin, accept our quirks and our senses of humor and our personalities and, and whatever version of a human being our unique lives have created and not have to worry about everything that you do or say offending someone and getting you in trouble societally or occupationally. And so this is not a mental health episode with some type of resolution or positive advice at the end of it or encouragement. It's just an observation. What percentage of you is actually you and on display every time you wake up and you go to work or you participate in the main portion of your life that takes you away from home? Is it a percentage that you're happy with? Is it something you need to dial back? Is it something that you need to dial up? What do you think about it? And at some point in time, if we're able to build this out into a Facebook Live session, or if the audience grows to a point where we could actually have a little online community event, these would be the types of conversations that I'd like to ask people. And it's, it's never going to be an environment that's accusatory or finger pointing. It's not going to be something that's brought up to have negative conversations or to attack anyone. It's just the mystery of human life. It's just the individual mystery of, of being a man, a woman, a child on the face of this earth. Trying to go through life's ups and downs and trying to figure things out about yourself and other people in your life. That is a very loud truck. So when you wake up today and or if you go to sleep and then you wake up in five or six hours if you work third shift, maybe just think about that. Is your life theater seven days a week? How much of you is you? How much of you does the rest of the world get to see? Are you happy with that? Are you okay with that? Does that make you sad? There's no wrong answer. These are just observations and it's just a question. Thanks for hanging out as always and you folks have a good day.